This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. What an episode today, live from the Montreal Comedy Festival. It's a live About Last Night podcast with Lonnie Love and Thomas Dale, two of the funniest people uh, in the entertainment business, you know Lonnie Love um, from The Real, uh, her talk show um, from Chelsea Lately, uh, from so many TV appearances. She's just a beast and never been on the podcast, so this was a really special treat for us. Her story is pretty awesome, too, you'll hear uh, in the uh, in the episode. Thomas Dale, of course, has been on before, and he just always brings it, and today's no exception. Their energy together was uh, just incredible, and uh, we played a Pretty ridiculous game at the end of the episode where we named gay porn titles and had Thomas make up what he thought the storyline was for it. It was pretty fucking funny. Um, but this episode was uh, live uh, from the Ovation Room at the Hyatt Hotel uh, here in Montreal at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. What a, an insane week of shows and podcasts and, and debauchery. And last night, that's my voice is a little fucked up. I'm getting ready to go to the airport, but... I was at uh, the Chappelle John Mayer show and then went to the after party and the after party and uh, and uh, I'll be posting a picture on my Instagram shortly of, of basically where I was 30 minutes before I went to bed, drunkenly pretending to poop in the woods. Um, anyway, uh, follow Lonnie at Lonnie Love, follow Thomas at ThomasDale5, the podcast at ALN Podcast, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram, at Funny Brad on Twitter. This weekend, I'm going to be at Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas, Dallas, August 2nd through the 4th. Get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com. That's Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, get your tickets at uh, uh, adamraycomedy.com. Uh, sorry, the van is texting me, asking me to run down so I can go to the airport. Uh, Brad Williams will be in Omaha at the Funny Bone this weekend, the 2nd through the 5th. Get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Omaha, Funny Bone, Brad Williams. Uh, Adam Ray comedy merch is about to hit the uh, the website here in a few weeks. I'm very pumped for that, so make sure you are on the lookout. Aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all ALN merch. Uh, get it. Get your beanies. Get your sweats. Get your shirts. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them. Take pictures. Email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com with how you got into the pod, where you listen, why you love it, um, and we're going to be reading more of those uh, in the next few weeks on some of our bonus Thursday episodes, which we have quite a few of coming up. Uh, go back and listen to past episodes if you haven't. The last few, Jim Jeffries, Eliza Schlesinger, Bill Burr, Sandra Bullock. And uh, tell your friends. Tell somebody this week at work. Tell a family member. Spread the good word. And now that we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast live from the Montreal Comedy Festival with Lonnie Love and Thomas Dale. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Montreal, please welcome to the stage the host of the About Last Night podcast, Brad Williams and Adam Ray! Yay! Hey, Give it up, Montreal! Yay! Sir! Yes! Yes, Dad, my dad came. Yes, awesome. All the way. Oh my First God! First time we've ever seen each other. This is weird. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for coming. Glad you got. I, I I know this is noon, so I don't even know how the fuck you guys are awake. Uh, I had I, I had to do stars. so much cocaine to get up by this <laughs> yeah. morning. So much by cocaine. What would happen with you on cocaine? Uh, these ceilings would be very clean. Uh, I would just bounce up there and be like, don't worry, I got it, guys. I'll just make a sure human gummy bear? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hi, front row. 
Congratulations. That's awesome. Try to hold it in until at least after the show. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's gonna, she's I didn't know you. I literally did not see the baby until you like two seconds ago. So I was yeah. like, are you just assuming she has the shit? Like, what do you <laughs> hold it in, please? I, I don't know. Congrats. I don't want that's her to awesome. laugh too hard. And all of a sudden, like, we have something on here that's the only thing smaller than me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So you, I love that you impressive. think that just laughing hard would produce a, a baby. I'm. I, would it? I, I have a penis. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I, I, I do the thing, and then, and then the girl waits, and then, yeah, I don't know. And then <laughs> the girl waits. The girl, yeah. uh, <laughs> you are such a romantic, Brad. Oh, yeah. I'm you put sexy. it in, and you hold it there. Uh, there, there. So there, there. There's a, there's a future baby in the room. There's also another little person in the room. What's up, buddy? That's right. There's two of us in the same fucking room. Make a wish. Holy shit! <laughs> if you guys don't go out and buy a lottery ticket today, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> it's weird because like we've been in the, we've been talking. Uh, uh, he, 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 he's another comedian guy. So uh, there you go. There's two of us yeah. telling jokes. We, we, we've been talking, and everyone just comes up and goes, oh, Brad, you brought your brother. And I say, like, no. That's, it, do, it doesn't work that way. Uh, Spoiler alert. We have had an amazing time here in Montreal. Yeah, give it up uh, for this festival, by the way. This is the best, unbelievable. The best of the fest. Uh, Love the city. I've been here for a week and a half doing the nasty show, uh, saying a lot of dirty words. Yeah. Uh, and then Adam, you got here yesterday. Got here yesterday and three hours sleep, of sleep. Three hours ago, and that's why I have my own pot of coffee. That's right, or as I call it, a swimming pool of coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how you much would drown money? In this. How much money would you pay to see that? <laughs> Just me Scrooge McDucking into a thing, a coffee. Oh, my God. Hey, at least 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I stayed up pretty late last night, and um, I think we actually have a picture of me um, moments before I went to bed. If you want to cut it. Yeah. So basically, uh, Nick Swartzen and I um, started to fake fight, and then he, um, he said, what would you do if I got into a chokehold? And then I was like, this and then we both just <laughs> held each other for a minute and then started laughing, and then I go, then, I should go to bed. And, and he then goes, I'm yeah. not going to. And then romantic music played, <laughs> yeah. your, your eyes locked. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but that's what this, just yeah. staying up late at this fest and that bar like produces. You just don't want to go to bed. No. because somebody to talk to and hang with at every turn. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, yeah, uh, and most of the time it's Nick Swartzen. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time... <laughs> I, 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 All the time. I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone that has been to the Montreal Comedy Festival uh, th this year, uh, you have a Nick Swartzen story. At, at some point, he has done something Stay to up you. Stay late enough. Said something you to you. You will be rewarded. Not, and uh, I, I, I remember uh, I came in, he, he was at the bar. It's a packed bar. I walk in, Swartzen sees me and just goes, Brad Williams, suck me off. <laughs> And everyone kind of looked and went like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That, I bet you that happened. Um, Wait, so, so you've been here for a week. So, yeah. And what I, one thing I love about you is when you go on the road and you travel, you try to immerse yourself in the city and find right. things to do right. uh, that you haven't gotten a chance to do before. Yes. And uh, I found out that you guys have an amusement park here called Le Rond. Am I saying that right? Le Rond, which is, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just like put a stick up my ass and then I get the French accent. Um, woo, controversial. Uh, this early? So uh, I, I went to the amusement park. Uh, Six Flags has a Le Rond here. And um, I will say this. Uh, I thought that with the metric system that you guys use, I would finally be able to ride some goddamn roller coasters. Uh, <laughs> I thought like the inches would convert and it would be able to. Ha nope. Uh, and by the way, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm married. I don't have to worry about this anymore. Because uh, uh, advice to all the dwarves listening. We have so many dwarves to listen. Um, don't take a date to the amusement park because you're not gonna get laid after you go up to ride the roller coaster and the operator throws out like a picture of a mounty that has his arm right there. <laughs> And then you can't, like, you're below the Mountie's arm, and you're, and, and like, no woman's looking at you like, oh, I'm gonna suck him off tonight. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, you know, I, I gotta wait for Swartzen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, so what, what rides did you get to participate in? Uh, 
basically the kiddie rides. Uh, I was on there. All the kids were looking at me, and they were just thinking, like, how'd that one get a beard? Yeah. Um, he's so mature. Uh, wow, that guy. Distinguished. He's, uh, he's taking some testosterone or some shit. <laughs> must happening. be recently bar mitzvahed. Yeah, it's, uh, but it was a fantastic time. I certainly enjoyed my time at... Laurent. And you've been, um, uh, I saw you had something where you put like coffee on ice cream. But that's yeah, like a famous that's Montreal like, treat. Uh, yeah. that's, you, put, you pour espresso on yeah. gelato or something. It's called an affogato. It's called a, I fucking came in my pants when I had it. That's, <laughs> everyone needs to try that shit. Your food here is amazing. Poutine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how, how, how stoned were you, Montreal, when you came up with poutine? Yeah, I have made like, some, some really potheady snacks, but that, like, probably takes the cake. Like, gravy yeah. on the fries. On the fries. There's cheese curds. <laughs> Do, can we just put a cow on top of it, too? Just eat around it, man. Yeah, like, it's gravy, so it's healthy. It's yeah. mushroom gravy. It's organic. <laughs> yeah. It's like... It's from the earth. It's yeah. It's gravy. Uh, I ate poutine and shrank two inches. That's how bad that <laughs> shit is for you. That's why I couldn't ride your yeah, you fucking were... roller coasters. <laughs> well, that's blame, on you. I blame the poutine. Uh, I, I also... there. I, I had a solo show this week at uh, Cafe Cleopatra, which you think, oh, so they serve Egyptian food? Not quite. Um... <laughs> They they serve they serve something, but <laughs> this dude loves it. The old man. How many times have you been to Cafe Cleopatra? Expecting Egyptian food. They have your picture on the wall, don't yeah. they? Don't they, let this guy have, in. You have like a frequent punch card of this shit, don't you? Uh, yeah, Cafe Cleopatra is not Egyptian food. They do serve something there. I don't recommend you eat it. Oh, no. Uh, what is it? It's a strip club, my friend. It, what? Yeah, it is a strip club, and uh, I, had a, I, I had a few minutes before my show, so I thought what any uh, you know, male thinks is, well, I got a few minutes. Let's go see some titties. Uh, so I go downstairs, and there's, and there's a stripper on stage. She's dancing, and she stops dancing when she sees me and just yells out in the French accent, goes, Game of Thrones. Game. Yeah. And well, I'm like, yeah. well, I guess I'm She's getting laid tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's Celebrity bucket list. Woo. So, uh, yeah, they really do love the strip clubs. The amount of people that oh my God. here are like, you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. One of the cabbies was like, oh, I love the strip. I don't know if it was Cafe Cleopatra. Yeah. He's like, man, I love the strip clubs. And I was like, what do you love about them so much? He's like, man, I'll tell you, man, the titties, the pussy, and of course, the booty. And I was like, all right. I was taken aback by like his sheer honesty, but then I was like, no, if we were playing like stripper family feud, those would probably be the top three yeah. answers. It would have been weird. Show me the booty. Ding. Yeah. It would have been weird if he was like the food, the tunes, and the camaraderie. You know, <laughs> that's what I really love about that place. They're all friends. The booths where you can hang out by yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not. Uh, yeah. But we, but we have, but we have truly had an amazing time so far here in Montreal. Now. Uh, Adam, you, you you have been here before. Yeah. You've been here before, but at the same time, and uh, for the uh, listeners of our podcast, you 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 know that Adam is a very uh, trusting man. Uh, very very dare I say gullible. Yeah. Um, whatever you tell Adam, he just goes, Yeah, that sounds about right. And I'm a glass half full guy. I want to give benefit of the doubt, but I think that it, well, tell them how I became so gullible. Yes. Well, uh, what prompted this game yes, that you're about to introduce? Uh, when you when you were a child, uh, your 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 parents unfortunately uh, uh, got divorced and. Uh, and obviously that affected you. And then you went to school one day, and uh, a kid runs up to Adam, and he goes, hey, did you hear your parents got back together? And Adam's like, what? And he runs home to his... Because the kid knew, you know, yeah. I was like a kid I hung out with, so I was like, there's no reason to not believe this information. <laughs> so he goes home and's like, mom, you're back together? And mom's like, uh. <laughs> Ooh, about that. Yeah. Bing, want to get away? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great commercial. Yeah. So Adam believes everything. Yeah. So uh, I came, we came up with a game called uh, called What Would Adam Believe? And we're about to play that game, the Canada edition. So if you could uh, uh, kick on the music and let's play What Will Adam Believe? Man, that would have been good if you timed that right. <laughs> uh, there nice, we go. Nice, there it is. Uh, isn't that way more fun two seconds later? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Now... Here's how this game works. I will give Adam three facts about Canada. Yes. Uh, one, 
is true, which you guys will know, and the other two are false. It is up to him to decide which fact about Canada is true. Please, no help from the audience. Wait, wait, I don't get a lifeline? Can I, can I ask my dad who's been here since Montreal was created? Uh, I mean... <laughs> Sir, if he, I need some help, maybe. He, his, your... la his last name is Montreal. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, is that David Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> Love that you went David. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, so these are the three facts. Once okay. again, no help from the audience. Alright. The first fact. Uh, is this true or is it not? The uh, form of speech that Canadians often say, A, is actually in the Oxford Dictionary. That is fact number one. Is it true or is it false? Fact number two. In Canada, it is illegal to use maple syrup for sexual purposes. <laughs> <laughs> is it true? Is it not? I don't know. No, that's and be real. fact number three. Canada's Prime Minister, uh, Justin Trudeau, was named Sexiest World Leader by People Magazine. Uh, we all know he is a very attractive man. Can we at least agree Yeah, what's on that? that like having a president that you want to masturbate to? Yeah. We don't know what that's like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and, and, and maybe there's one person going, I do. You're like, all right. Uh, you need to go back to Cafe Cleopatra. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, once again, the facts okay. are A is in the Oxford Dictionary. Right, that sounds maybe. It is illegal to use maple syrup in Canada for sexual purposes. I don't want that to be true. And Canada's Prime Minister was named Sexiest World Leader by People Magazine. Which is true, Adam Ray. Um, well, y you strike me as someone who would make up a maple syrup sex fact. <laughs> is that because my people live in trees? Uh, <laughs> We make the Maybe. cookies, the Canadian elves make the maple syrup. <laughs> I knew it. We unionize. <laughs> yeah. uh, Trump's tariffs are fucking us up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, uh, A being in the dictionary sounds very believable. Mm. Again, if somebody told me that on the playground 25 sure. years ago, I probably would have believed that as well. Sure. But not today. Not today. Um, the maple syrup one, no, I mean, I feel like this is a pretty progressive, free, yeah. do what you want. City, absolutely. Yeah, I love the guys in the back are like, hell yeah, we can fuck, fuck with it all we want. Yeah, yeah. Guys like, we can fuck with it. I don't know if you know this, it actually cures herpes. You pour yeah. the maple syrup right on the sore, and it cures the herpes. It's done. <laughs> herpes syrup, yeah. Herpes syrup. Uh, they uh, are the play, they're, they're playing Coachella. Yeah, they're next playing year. Coachella next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Herpes they're syrup. opening for Hootie and the Blowfish. Great band. Um, <laughs> herpes syrup. <laughs> that is a great name for a band. Gotta um, listen to it fresh. So. <laughs> Trudeau, I mean, yeah, that's just a that's a known fact, and yeah. I so it was that he's voted sexiest man in Canada. Or what was the the label? Uh, sexiest guy outside of Cafe Cleopatra. Yeah, <laughs> sexiest world leader by People Magazine. By People Magazine and yeah. People Magazine, they're never wrong. Uh, I'm gonna go with that one. That's the true fact. All right, uh, that answer is wrong, Adam Ray. Uh, that answer is wrong. <laughs> The truth is oh, that uh, Trudeau was named sexiest world leader by fucking everybody. Okay, like <laughs> it's not People Magazine. We all know, right? How dare We're all you. doing it. How we, dare you toy with my emotions? We stay like up that. late at night and go, oh yeah, foreign policy. Trudeau, talk to me. <laughs> Uh, the true fact is actually A is in the Oxford Dictionary. That is officially a word. So now when Americans be like, you guys say that shit all the time, uh, you can say, fuck you, A. And uh, you're just speaking proper English. That was what would Adam believe, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. give it gentlemen. up. That was Hope a lot of fun. Yeah. Time. Thanks for playing. There we go. Now, now you come in with the music. <laughs> that was timely. Um... <laughs> Now, uh, you were telling me about someone that you, uh, on the flight out here. Yeah, I love to chat on planes, and, uh, and so uh, I met uh, somebody, a very uh, New York-y fella who uh, yeah. is coming out here. 
Uh, he's only been here a day, but he was so fired up about coming here for the first time. Right. Uh, Angelo Marciani uh, is his name, and he was like, I gotta, like, I just want to do everything that there is to do in this thing. Angelo Marciani. Yeah, and Jesus I was like, Christ. Uh, and so I was like, all right, well. Uh, I was he like, wanna... shits lasagna. <laughs> hey, I mean, come on. Yeah, That's the most is... Italian name I've ever heard in my he's life. He's very Italian. And so I was like, do you want to come on our podcast? And he's like, uh, and talk about your experiences so far, just being here for a day. So yeah. he said, yes. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Angelo Marciani. Gianni from New York City. New York. Angelo. What? What? What are you doing? What? Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's very. That's not Italian. What? Bonjour. Uh, whoa. Okay. Bonjour. I'm a big fan of this uh, this country. I'm a big fan of this city. I love it here. I am never leaving. Uh, did, okay. Didn't you, you say he was from New York? Yes. Did you know there was a tiny France right above America? Did you know this right here? I, I found I, it. I was I was unaware of this. I, you, you said he was you said he was from New York. Yeah, he is. He's from. Ooh la la. <laughs> yeah, Angelo. So um, we. Oui. You're obviously uh, adapting to the the culture here. Is that is this accent? Oh, we we do not. Uh, is this I love it here. Is it uh, is a beautiful place? It's, yeah. Not like where I am from in, uh, how you say, uh, Brooklyn. Oh, no. Yeah, how do you say? <laughs> and that's not how you say. Yeah, from Brooklyn. That's Bro where you're from. Oui, that, that's how you say? Yes? Yeah. Oui. yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, you're asking for confirmation, the place you've been living your whole life? Oui. <laughs> you just got here, literally. Oui, yesterday. Uh, uh, I have been here for one day, and I am never fucking leaving. <laughs> All right, so uh, what, what have you done so far in Canada that makes you want to stay here so bad? You talk about it before, the strip clubs here. <laughs> the, it is Disneyland for your hands, my friend. <laughs> you know, you do not, in, in, uh, in uh, how you say, uh, Brooklyn, yeah. you do not have to, you have to sit on your hands when you do a lap dance. Here, your hands go everywhere they want to go. <laughs> You touch them all over their whole body. <laughs> Holy shit. But it's illegal to use maple syrup. <laughs> Wait, so how are you so uh, well adjusted in only being here a day? You know, I think it is the air here. There is something different. There's a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> uh, uh, so you're, but you're not leaving. You're, 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 no, I'm here. Okay. Permanently. I'm going to stay. I'm going to be a... Uh, how you say, uh, illegal immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> wow, don't, well, don't you have a family in New York? You were telling me all oui. about your family. We. Oui. So you're leaving them? We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> have you notified? On the, one, on the one hand, I have a family back in, uh, how you say, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Why do you keep <laughs> asking, how do you say? You literally just came from there. We, uh, oui, where my family still is. But here, <laughs> they have a restaurant called Joe Beef. Have you heard of this Je Beef? What is Je Beef? Je Beef. Is Je Beef. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Je Beef to you Americans. <laughs> they make the charcuterie there is a big board of wood with 30 steaks piled on top of it. Now you tell me, would you rather have that or a family? <laughs> I mean, these people are counting on you, well, you know, for... Uh... They will be fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've seen uh, the, the American healthcare system. I don't know if they're going to be fine. Uh, uh, that is true, but I tell you this. I am a pioneer. I do not care much about the American healthcare for them. I sneeze. I get to go get free healthcare anytime I want. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. I mean, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, like, but you're from, you're from, how do you say the Brooklyn? Oui. So, uh, uh, My whole life, born and raised. <laughs> how does... How does, uh, how does poutine compare with uh, New York pizza? Oh, I spent my whole life mm. thinking that New York pizza was the perfect food. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get here and I try the poutine. French yeah. fries. I'm sorry, we just call them fries. <laughs> <laughs> just got here, man. She, she's skirts yeah. and yeah. gravy. Yeah. I think I'm going to open up a pizzeria right here yeah. in Montreal. Yeah. And we are going to make a poutine pizza. A, a, a poutine pizza. Are you going to serve it on a gurney? Because people are just going to fucking die if, oh, if, if that oui. happens. Oui. Oui. They're not going to die. They have free health care. <laughs> Angelo Marciani, everybody. Make some noise. He just got Merci. here, but he's not Viva leaving. Quebec. <laughs> One more time. 
Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, make it official. You, you, you can. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> See you on the plane back to New York. Yeah. Fucking hey. Okay. Uh, let's bring on our guests. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have we we have amazing guests, and uh, let's uh, kick it off. Adam, you want to do the honors here? Uh, our first guest, you know from the talk, you know from Chelsea lately. She's a juggernaut here in the comedy world. Give it up for the very funny Lonnie Love. Lonnie Love. Don't dare start Lonnie. There there she is. Is. Guys, give it up for Lonnie Love. Oh, they're playing Beyonce for you, Lonnie. I love it. I love it. Hello, everybody. Lonnie. Wee wee. <laughs> Still have Hennessy in the throat. <laughs> I think uh, I think I rented that last night in the hotel. <laughs> Hennessy in the throat. H- Hennessy in the throat. You know, I like to watch a little different style of porn. Uh, uh, now, have you been to the Montreal Comedy Festival before? Yes, I was in. I was here in 2014, and I was here um, a few years back. And um, I'm just happy to be back. I'm here for the Jeff Dunham Gala. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm on yes. that with you. Oh yeah, yeah. So look, look at us. Exactly. You got you got black women, midgets. I mean, Pornhub's like that's a new category. <laughs> How you got and puppets? Yeah, <laughs> and puppets. Jesus. <laughs> I'm worried about doing the Jeff Dunham Gala. I'm scared because I'm scared he's gonna look uh, look at me, mistake me for one of the puppets, <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm gonna know how healthy my prostate is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about gonna, free healthcare. He's going to make me talk. Uh, <laughs> Lonnie, what do you uh, uh, do when you're not performing out here? Do you like to go see the city and, and hang? Yeah, I do. I love Montreal. It's so clean and it's so peaceful, unlike where we're, what we're putting up with. And I, I'm just happy y'all let me in after what our president said about Canada and your prime minister. Thank you guys for being so welcoming, and I love the people of Canada. So thank you very much. And you have yeah. some good syrup. So... That's that awesome. syrup is great. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Like some people are like, oh, it's just a stereotype. No, it's no fucking it's, amazing. It's some fucking good syrup. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm now. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, and uh, now you you came from humble beginnings. You were born in Detroit. Is that yes. it? Yes. And uh, ra- uh, and raising the projects in yes. Detroit. Yes, Brewster that- Projects in Detroit, right outside of. Well, you know, I used to go to Canada anyway, Toronto. So, okay. um, and, 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 and why would you go to Toronto? Just to get away from this country. No, I'm just, <laughs> just, just kidding. Um, no, Toronto is so clean and nice, and the people are nice. <laughs> it's just, it was just so nice. So, um, but I grew up there. I went to school in Texas. Got my engineering degree. Um, ended and up electrical engineering. Electrical engineering. Damn. So, like, if we have a blackout, you like, I got this. No, shit. not now, Brad. <laughs> I can't do anything now because that was 20 years ago. <laughs> why? Uh, well, well, I mean, I, I got my degree in brownies. I can still, yes. I, I, I can still whip them up pretty good. <laughs> it's, dwar- it, it, it's like dwarf training. All people in Israel have to have to go to the army. All midgets have to know how to make a brownie. I it, love it. It's just true. I love it. When uh, when did you shift from that uh, comedy? When I started working, I worked as an engineer for eight years. I got. Um, I guess dismayed because we had a layoff when I was 22 years old. There was a major layoff, and I saw people of 30 years getting laid off. They were crying, boohooing, and I said, "You know what? I need to work for myself." So I had always did stand up in college. Oh, so shit. I decided one day we had a layoff. I went to my boss. I said, "Lay somebody else, lay me off, save a job," and that was in 20 what 02. And I never looked back, and I became a stand up. Wow! Yeah. Look at that! Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Were you like the funny one at, at work? Like were yep. you? Yeah, always you cracking jokes. So everyone was always people. like, Lonnie, you should be a comedian. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they did. And then I really got my start in Montreal because um, I got my encouragement because I just came. I wasn't booked for Montreal, but I mm-hmm. went and I saw all the comedians, a lot of my friends that are actually working today, like Monique and Craig Robinson. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm going to become a comedian. I do it full time. So. Wow. Now, was that was that a scary decision to be like, no, I'm going to do this? Yeah, because I had no money. <laughs> I was broke, didn't have no health care, so I didn't know what was going to happen. But didn't sound like you had a backup plan either. No, no, no. But you can't, right? When you're going to jump fully in, you just got to be... You just got to go for it. Um, you know, first of all, I have something to say. So I did have yeah. like an act, yeah. and um, I had a couple of bookings, and 
Um, you just have to work your way up, and then you finally get a good management team. I signed up with Levity Entertainment, and um, they helped me, and we've been together ever since, and it was just, it's a great time for me. Do you remember your first show in L.A.? Oh, my like first show first in L.A. set that, like, w that made you feel like, all right, I made the right choice. Yeah, it was at the Hollywood Improv, mm -hmm. and I remember it was Damon Wayans who was hosting. Oh, yes. And I actually got my first standing ovation, and I was like, oh, because before that, we call it in the black community the Chitlin Circuit, where you do all these... <laughs> You know, hole in the wall clubs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because I like, played the Chitlin yeah. circuit all the damn yeah. time. But yeah. then I moved on up to the white clubs. <laughs> and then once you move on up to the white clubs, you know, and it's like, okay, now I've made it because I'm out of the Chitlin circuit into the white clubs. So yeah. that was my experience. Holy crap! So it's like, 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 and when you get that standing ovation in Los Angeles, that's gonna be so affirming and just be like, okay. yeah, I thought I'd made it, but then it took another ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, city. isn't that pretty much this business though? Like you have a moment yeah. of like, all right, here we go. This exactly. is it. And oh, then yeah. eh, wait a little while. Because like you've had, I would say maybe like, and, and this is just off the top of my head, I would say about five breaks of mm -hmm. like, here we go. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, from uh, I Love the 80s and 90s on VH1. Yes. And then uh, uh, I'll... I'm trying to think. Uh, you got Ch you got Chelsea lately. You got yes. the real. You got your stand-up special. Yes. You got your book. Yes. Like f like, how many breaks do you? You know <laughs> what? But I think my biggest break comes from when they say women can't work together. That's not true. You can't work with insecure women, but you can work with women because people like Chelsea Handler. She put me on her show. Yeah. But I got my biggest break from Ellen DeGeneres by being on her show for a year. That's what got me my production production deal. That's nice. what got me on my current show right now, which is a daytime talk show. Yeah, I love real. people. I don't like when people talk about Ellen. They say, how do you feel about her being a lesbian? I have no problem with lesbian women, because that's more men for me. So keep licking, <laughs> sisters, all right? So, but when they say, but it's always been women that have helped me. Not saying that men haven't been in the forefront, but women do help women in this, in this that. community. That's fantastic. And uh, you, your, your, your time on The Real, I mean, you got to interview Michelle Obama. Oh, I interviewed Michelle Obama. I've interviewed just about everybody that I've wanted to interview, especially a lot of people that, it's a daytime talk show. It comes on in America. It's, um, it's a panel show. So it's sort of like a younger version. They try to say of The View, but we don't talk about politics. But what mm -hmm. I like about doing a talk show is that it allows me to do my comedy, but it allows me to meet people that I never thought I was going to meet. People I grew up, you know, um, admiring like Smokey Robinson, and yeah. also the New Jack people, like, you know, to interview Michelle Obama or Idris Elba, you know, because I have a big crush on him. Black yeah. James Bond, everybody. Oh, I was going to hit that. I, I promise <laughs> I interviewed him. Was, so. he, was, was he aware of that? He <laughs> knew that I had a crush on him. He actually surprised me and came on the show. Um, just so I could interview him for an hour, I would rather Whoa. fucked him for an hour. But <laughs> the point take the is, interview. It's a consolation we kept it prize. classy, people. Sure, sure. Yeah. But that's, that's, I think, why the show is so great. You guys are so loose and fun and like I mean was with Michelle Obama did you feel like you had to maintain a level of like professionalism or were you definitely yeah. but what came in handy and see it all goes back full circle is that she was talking about um, she was doing an initiative for uh, college students and I it's just two of us on the panel that went to college so I was able to bring back my college experience and that's what really impressed her awesome. she invited us to the White House it was a great experience you went, never know what's gonna happen did you go to the White House I went to the White House and I didn't steal nothing Brad <laughs> damn okay that's, that's the next question they, uh, I wanted to though that oh ooh. shit if you could have stolen anything <laughs> yeah what, what what was something you, you, you I saw stolen? a gold plated fork and I yeah. really was oh I said it could fit right in there <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, nah. I would love yeah. to steal the gold-plated fork because then I could have played Ariel's dad from Little Mermaid. Yeah! I could have just, just had the Triton, you know. If you're listening, like, Disney. Ariel? You know, I could have done that. Uh, now... <laughs> <laughs> what a great reference. Oh my goodness. Now, now it, it, like, is it, like, when you're talking to someone like Michelle Obama, uh, mm -hmm. how do you not just stare at her arms and be like, damn, girl, like, well yeah. done, you well just, done. You just, whenever I'm interviewing somebody that's really important, I just, I, I take a deep breath and I just, 
try to maintain and I try not to cry, try not to think about, I can't believe I have this moment, you know. There was one person I interviewed, Morgan Freeman. He's the actor. He fell asleep in the middle of the fucking interview. I thought he had died. Well, in my defense, I was very sleepy. (laughs) I was up the night before with Nick Swartzen. (laughs) He just fell asleep. I was like, Morgan. And then when he woke up, I said, you know you old. Take some energy drinks for your fucking interviews, Morgan. (laughs) I mean, really, has Morgan ever been young? Think about it. No, never he's seen always been 74 years old. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, because like, before the interview, I was trying to Google. I said, I'm going to Google some young pictures and make him feel right. good about himself. I couldn't find no young pictures of Morgan Freeman. It's no like he was born shots? 65. None, Man. none. They all, he's all old, gray hair. I was like, he was just born 65. <laughs> we <laughs> found the one, we, we finally found the time where black cracked. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Massively. <laughs> Wait, uh, did he like? How did he fall asleep? Like eyes just shut and yeah, started snoring. Yeah, just you know. And was I was it like, mid question? Was he talking or? <laughs> he was talking. And he pissed it. Wait, wait. So he was really like, well, when I was filming Bruce Almighty, we just. I promise you, it was hilarious. That's amazing. His, his, his voice is so majestic that he put himself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. That is impressive. If you're trying to sleep, don't count. Don't count sheep. Just like put on March of the Penguins. And you'll just be like, oh, I, I was on my way to Antarctica. <laughs> That's 72 fantastic. different types. Uh, uh, has there been somebody that you've interviewed that you've uh, been just like completely like prepared for, but then everything goes out the window because? They're just, um, they don't want to like, be interviewed there like have the been standard people, style. It should re- I'm, gonna, I'm not going to embarrass them, okay. but the, there have been interviews where you're going one way mm-hmm. and either they're high or they're drunk or something's happening. That happens more often Tina than Tina Fey, right? Yeah, Tina Fey. <laughs> Everyone knows that about Tina. Yeah. Oh my God, Big black loser. tar heroin before <laughs> yeah, every interview. I don't know about Tina, but I can tell you. <laughs> There have been times, and and as an interviewer, you just got to go, okay. You try to not to have this look on your face like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But you just... You still have to act like they're completely Yeah, you try together. to... Because then that's what you, you're trying to save the interview. So you know you can edit. Hopefully it's not live, but you know you can edit. And yeah. you just try to get something so that they don't look crazy and you don't look at them like yeah. they're crazy. Now, uh, on the reel, uh, there was actually a rumor that you had to address. You had to come out on social media and talk about. They, there was a rumor that you got fired. Yes. And, and, and replaced with a white woman. Yes. And, and then you actually had to come out on social media and be like, not fired, still here. Like, did you, did you wake up to that news of like, did, did, did you think you were unemployed for a second? No, I never thought because the studio, I, I think I have, I hope I have a good relationship with the studio. What happened, okay, just so everybody knows, The Real is um, the first talk show of its kind to have all women of color. We yeah. had just won the Emmy Award for yeah, it clap. that year. Yeah, that's a big deal. And yeah. so, won a damn Emmy. <laughs> and so some arbitrary blog post, you know, mm-hmm. it was a black blog, you know, they were messing with Haters. me. It really was fucking with me. They yeah. were like, oh, Lonnie's going to get fired and get replaced by a white girl. So I thought it was funny. Yeah. I put it up on my social media. Then the studio calls me, and they were like, uh, could you take that down because people are <laughs> getting mad. They're, op- they're, they're writing us. They want to have a petition. They're upset. Oh, and I'm shit. like, I just took it as a joke, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I had to actually address it, and that's why I addressed it on the show. And I was like, who would they replace me with? You know, Rachel Dolezal or <laughs> some white girl, Stacey Dash. These were not white girls. But anyway, yeah. Betty, so Betty it was totally not true. Complete side note. Is, is there any chance that you've seen the Rachel Dolezal documentary on Netflix? I haven't, but I heard that she does talk about our show because she came yeah. on the show. I heard that she was like, ooh, ooh. All right. For those, uh, do you guys know who she is in Canada? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, R- Rachel Dolezal is a person, uh, she, white woman. Right. Absolutely a white woman. There's Absolutely. no question. She got, she got parents from Kansas that are like, uh, yeah, you eat macaroni and cheese in trailer parks. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, you know. <laughs> and she, like, uh, and she just goes, no, I, I identify as a black woman she wears her hair up in a in weave. Braids. In braids. And a weave. And it, it's just... And, <laughs> she it, spray tan. Yeah. She spray tan. She, she wears daishikis. Like, and it's just... How do you 
not just reach across the table and cut a bitch. Okay? Like, <laughs> no, we invited her on the show. Sure, and, sure. You know, because we wanted to talk to her. And yeah. you could just tell that she's, she's going through some things. Yeah. And, um, and she was the president of one of the local small chapters of the NAACP. That doesn't make you black, Rachel. Okay? <laughs> just like I told her. And so on the show, we got her to admit that she was white. And that was yeah. like her turning point. Right. But she got this documentary. And on the documentary, she was like, oh, they were on the real and they were mean to me and stuff like this and now she's um, being charged for welfare fraud alright well there yeah. so that ends that story yeah <laughs> I mean I don't know how you didn't do anything cause if someone if, if like a six foot two guy came out with shoes on his knees <laughs> and was like I identify as the dwarf I I Shop in the kids section. You know what? I'd be like, I you, you. you motherfucker. Uh, I would, I would drop kick him in the neck. Okay. Have you, like, have you guys uh, discussed on the show yet, or do you have thoughts about? Um, is it Kylie Jenner that's been dubbed the uh, for self-made billionaire? Right. Yeah, we're on hiatus right now, but okay. I'm pretty sure that when we get back, we'll talk about all of that, yeah. all those shenanigans and yeah. stuff like that. So. Ky- Kylie Jenner, the uh, David Montreal. You know who Kylie Jenner is, yeah. He's All right. Taking All right. Notes. He's, he's writing notes. You know, down, you like, think you know someone? No. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the one. I. I. I think she's the 22nd Kardashian, and uh, she. <laughs> she's the one with the dad. Oh, the one with the dad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but now. It, What's that? Is she a? It, the gold it, medalist. Is she yes. a mom now? Now she has two. She has mom- two moms. Now. Yeah, she has two moms yes. now. Okay, she but uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to be politically correct here. <laughs> I know, we to- both are. Yeah, I'm trying to like. Uh, what can I say that won't end my career? Um, yeah, and-, and she's on the cover of Forbes magazine this month as as a 20 year old self made billionaire. And billionaire. It- it's the pro- the-, the problem that a lot of people have with it is the is the self made because yeah. you're like ah. You're Kardashian. You like you got shit out into a pile of gold. It was like I made this money. It's like eh. exactly. Yeah, that's the, and and as and as a self-made woman yourself, I I I would think that that would be kind of like bitch. Well, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. Brad, was that your sassy black woman that, voice? That Do it again, my... Brad. I like it. I like that. <laughs> Bitch. Yes! <laughs> Let him know. I've been hanging out with Miss Pat for two weeks. Oh, no wonder. Okay. okay. And Miss Pat, like, oh, wow. Uh, Miss Pat, Google Miss Pat. She is hilarious. We love uh, Miss Pat. Someone, so when she, like, that, it, like, she's got stories. Someone shot off her titty. Okay, like, that's yeah. What? Yeah, her story. That's a true story. She, yes. it, it was a drug deal gone wrong, and the drug dealer shot at her. It went through her back and blew off her nipple. Yeah. It, yeah. I, all the women just went, oh. yeah. No, seriously. Like, yeah. she, Hold your nipple, ladies, yes. <laughs> Cherish it, because everybody doesn't have one. Hashtag so. hold your nipple. I, I think <laughs> that's the thing. Now, um, so... Uh, so, uh, so on the reel, uh, you guys are obviously talking a lot of pop culture stuff. So, and like you said, you guys are on hiatus. So we, so we were wondering if we could do a quick, just like rapid fire, throw out a bunch of topics, and just kind of, just kind of get your thoughts on those. All right, All right, here we go. All right, uh, the guy who took a pickaxe uh, two days ago and destroyed Donald Trump's star on the Walk of Fame. Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Medal of Honor. Uh, oh, I just want to say about that. Yeah. The guy that took the pickaxe yeah. two years ago bailed him out of jail. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's been destroyed twice. Yeah. So it's a family of destroyers. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's amazing. And then the guy, yeah, the, the guy bailed him out of jail yeah, was like, all right, young blood, you're, yeah, you're in the crew. Yeah, like, yeah you that's, passed. That's, that is, that, that's the only uh, one that's been destroyed, right? Like. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not going after... They'd be like, Harrison Ford, how dare you make another <laughs> Indiana Jones? <laughs> you should have been in Solo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande getting married after like a day and a half of knowing each other. That's some powerful pussy, I tell you that. <laughs> or the money. I mean, you know. Yeah. Pete ain't making a lot on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> so I would, I would marry her too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo recently seen on a date with uh, porn star Kiara Mira. 
That's some powerful pussy. I tell you that. I just... <laughs> and then he, a great hashtag. And like they, he, it, it, the funny part is he literally like called a press conference. He had to address it. <laughs> like he had to address. Like what do you say at that press conference? You just get up there like, those are some titties. So like, like, like that. Hold your nipples, okay? <laughs> uh, Lonnie, will you stay here while we bring out our next guest? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have some more drink, so. All right. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, one more time for Lonnie Love. Let her hear it. Come on. Go see her all this week. Our next guest coming to the stage, an amazing comedian. Uh, Adam and I have worked with him numerous times in, uh, in, in Los Angeles. Uh, he was at one point named uh, one of Variety's top 10 comics to watch uh, here at the Montreal Comedy Festival. And now he's here for you, Mr. Thomas Dale. Give it up for Thomas Dale. Dale! Yay! Yeah, buddy. That's I have to correct you, Brad. I was not a Variety's top ten comedy. You weren't, motherfuckers. <laughs> Just if anyone from Variety's here, okay, watch this, bitch. <laughs> All right, so that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We now have a Jew, a midget, a black woman, and a gay on stage at the same wow. time. Wow, this is progress. This is progress. We're Finally, doing it. Yeah. The band's back together. <laughs> Thomas, uh, you have been here before. You're a veteran. Yes, of this I was a new face seven years ago. New face, uh, that's, new what, face. It, that's, that's what, what it was. was. Yes, thank you, Montreal. Thank you, Just for Laughs, mm -hmm. um, for appreciating me. Variety. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you know yeah. what I love about when I, uh, Thomas and I uh, were on the same flight and we were coming here, but you were supposed to be on an earlier flight yes. that day yeah. at, at, because at 11 a.m. We left at like 11 p.m. Yeah. And why tell the audience well, why? Well, I have a new puppy at home. Um, yeah, okay, thank you. He's five <laughs> months old. We're completely in love. And I was like, yeah, 11 a.m. flight's fine. We'll get there. But then I have this baby who's looking at me when my suitcase came out. And I was like, guys, I'm not going to be able to leave this apartment. <laughs> we, have to talk, we have to change the flight. I'll take a red eye. I'll be there. I just can't. I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to try. He's in an imprinting stage right now. So I don't want to traumatize and, him. And, and, and you, named, you, you, you named your puppy Truth Thomas. Yes, Truth Thomas Dale V. <laughs> the fifth. The fifth? Everybody's like, why does he have, why is your first name his middle name? I was like, do you understand what I do for this dog? I, you, at the very least, he's having my name somewhere in that name. Everybody's like, you should give him an Instagram. I'm like, I pick his shit up, I feed him, I wipe his piss, I wipe schmegma off his penis, and now you want me to post for him? I'm good. At the very least, he could bring me followers. You come to my Instagram, and, Thomasdale5. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, speaking of uh, followers, you, you, you got in some hot water with this dog because you posted a photo of, of your dog wearing, uh, wearing like a sweater, right? Adorable clothes that says, I heart yeah. my daddy. Yeah. And this fucking girl, it's, this, listen, on the internet, there's trolls. They, people always want to talk to you. They want to right. say shit. And what they do is they bully you and they come in mean. And she said, if you put clothes on your dog one more time, I'm calling PETA. Now, mind you, I am mentally ill, okay? So <laughs> I lose my shit Let's quick, just get okay? Out of the way. Yeah, I was like, don't you dare threaten me and my dog. <laughs> I, this is my first puppy. I don't know what PETA does. I know that they throw like ink on people's sweaters, you know? <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I was picturing them knocking on my door. I was like, don't take my dog! <laughs> So I went in, I was like, ah, and so I put her picture on my Instagram, and I was like, everybody, she's threatening me, hit her up, you know, it was petty, I know. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was very petty, I blocked her, I was done, and then she created more accounts and kept coming back oh, at me with shit. fake names, Holy and shit. I was like, leave me alone. And that woman's name, Melania Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right, exactly. She's bored, she has a lot of time on yeah, her hands, yeah, too much That's time. what she did. Uh, Thomas, you and I did uh, the Nasty Show here at Montreal two years ago. Mm -hmm. So fucking funny, killed it every night. But um, what was more impressive to me wasn't the stuff you were doing on stage. Right. But <laughs> off stage, I swear to you guys, yeah. every day, every day, Thomas would come into the green room like, Got another one from Grinder. <laughs> I was wait, getting tell, tell people, David Montreal. Do you know what Grinder is? Grinder. <laughs> right. Yeah, that look says it all. What's that? Wait, what do you think it is? Coffee. 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 Um, okay. Uh, kind uh, of. Yes. Yeah, getting... Black coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with beans. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. So Grinder is a, an app. You get sex. Um, I'm not into intercourse. I have to love you if we're gonna have intercourse. Um, I've had intercourse with one person because we were in love. Uh, but blowjobs, I will get before breakfast any day. Okay? <laughs> 
So Grindr is very simple. Grindr is like Uber for gay people, okay? <laughs> you go, it's very, we're men. We're easily, we suck dick, and then it's like, all right, the elevator's that way, you know? <laughs> so we're just easy, you know? So it's not, it is what it is. Men are sluts. Sorry, that's just what we do. So... <laughs> I would get a blowjob every day before the show, and they were pissed off because straight guys, comics, have to wait for like the fans to come and like pretend that they give a shit about their comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was able to get that out of the way. This way, my fans really do care about my comedy. At the end yeah. of the day, I'm like, yeah, the sex is done. No, your your streak was more impressive than Cal Ripken Jr. It really was because it was every night you would just come in, and, and, and I would see you like the show would be at like 7:30. I would see you at six o'clock, yeah. and I'd be like, hey, so what happened? You'd be like, nothing today. By 7.30. Oh, my God. It's so easy. You can have a person, and literally to my door. I didn't have to leave the bed. I would just leave the door open. And that's it. I I showed them the text, too. I was like, he's like, I'm in the elevator. I'm like, don't talk to me until you're here. I don't need to know where the fuck you are. I don't need a live location, bitch. I was going to ask how much is exchanged dialogue-wise before. I have a thing. I love no talking. I don't need to know the background. It turns me off to know that you're even like. You don't want to know any facts about the guy. I don't want to know facts. I have a whole thing in my head already. Like, I love role play. Like, I'll do role play even if they're not involved. Like, if they don't even know about it, I'm doing role play. I'm like, you're a gardener. So you create a whole scenario for robbing my apartment. Everything's gone. Yeah, I'm like, don't take everything. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, don't hurt the kids. You're a pro athlete. Shut your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We got to get to the, the game. big game yeah. for this. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That is unbelievable, yeah. man. That's great. Uh, now, and then you also said something. Uh, well, you didn't say anything. It, 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 it's who you are, and um, uh, I have uh, questions about it because I don't yeah. want to offend anyone. Uh, you, you, you identify as bi gender. Yes. Now, 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 what is by gender, just so we're all clear. Yeah, um, it's, I love to talk to people about it because I didn't even know what it was until I was look, when transgender started. Like, not started, like just started. <laughs> when Caitlyn Jenner started. Thanks, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I myself, as a gay person, didn't even really understand transgender. I was like, you know what, bitch? I feel like a girl sometimes too. Okay, but I'm gonna stick this shit out, you know. <laughs> so I was like, what is this transgender shit? So I looked it up. I wanted to educate myself. If you don't know something, go find out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I looked it up. I was like, oh, transgender. They feel like they're trapped in the wrong body. Wonderful. I'm not transgender because I love being a man. As I went to therapy, because I never fit in with gay people. I didn't fit anywhere, to be honest. So Except I would go, the asshole. That's Except where you fit. That's not even. <laughs> well, no. My dick don't fit no asshole. It's um, <laughs> a big dick joke. Okay. Anyway. So, um, did you hear this? Did you hear how the room shifted after that joke? I know everybody. Everything was uh, great. Brad makes yeah, Brad, one this asshole is joke. This right now. Yeah, Let okay. me tell yeah, them yeah. about my gender. This is very okay, okay. Okay. So, um, I would go to a therapist and try to find out, you know, more about me. And the doctor said, actually, what you are is bi gender. And what bi gender is is um, females use the right, and then sometimes the left. They flow back and forth. Male just use the left. Like if you, if you're male dominant, you're just using the left side of your brain. A bi-gender person uses the left and the right side of your brain equally. Just every day when I wake up, it resets. So, like I said, it could be a mental disorder. I don't know. Bi-gender sounds way cuter. Um, <laughs> but I'm using both sides of my brain. If they put it on a CAT scan, you would see activity in both sides. But each day, so I wake up male or I wake up female. And I always say, like, a bit I have as a... That's why I'm, like, a tough Italian girl, you know? I'm both. <laughs> oh, Sounds that, like you're smart. That's yes, all. that's what yeah. it is. It's, it's probably an evolved state of mind, but in this society of trying to be a normal human being, it's like, we don't want no bi-gender, bi bitch. Like, you boy and girl, you know? It's like, I'm like, because I know I'm a male. I love being a man. But there's a girl in there, when I'm using the right side of my brain, mm -hmm. all predominant, the, all that girl activity, the female, because gender's in your brain. I'm not saying I'm a female at all. I'm not a woman but I'm using the woman's side, so I, I react, think, and feel like a woman. You could be bi-gender, too. So feminist women who, who they feel like, well, I do things like a man, too, you could be bi-gender. You're using the left side. It's not that you're, not a, you're, you're a female, yes. Your sex is a female, but you're using that side. Because there are females that are just using the female side and love the female qualities and characters. They love, the, and I know you don't want to hear it, but of that side of the brain loves the submissive, more of a, and you can be bi-gender female, using both sides. So that's why you like that dominant. So, you know, that's what it is. It's just science, people. We all need to just <laughs> exactly. fucking learn. You're, you're, you're way smarter than me. 
<laughs> I'm way smarter than I sound. Yeah, that, 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 that's so cool because like, um, I, I love that we're getting to a point now where no matter what, it, and, and gender different than sexuality. 100% I, I, different. Because like so many people when um, Caitlyn Jenner said that she's transgender was like, oh, so you guys do have fucking dudes? Like, right. No. no. She's like a lesbian. My, the female, that yeah. side of my brain is heterosexual. That's why I love straight men. I love you do boys. love straight men. I love straight boys. You convert them. I, for the moment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love straight boys because they appease. They they know how to be with females. They love female energy, so they treat me like a female. So when I am they pay you less? oriented, what? They, <laughs> I, I said they pay you less. <laughs> <laughs> they pay less. <laughs> I wish, honey. No, I still have to act like a man in that sense. Like, <laughs> I'm like, please, I'm a girl today. Let me, I want it. And they're like, no, bitch, you look like a man and you're going to pay your shit. I'm like, no, I'm pretty too. I'm pretty. How has it uh, affected your comedy, just having that shift? Um, it's been amazing, actually, yeah. because I often say, like, when I'm on stage, I get to be who I really am. It's, it's the awesome. one place I get to be all of that. So the girl gets to be there, the boy is there, the, the bipolar, all that stuff is there. Because when I'm out in the world, I'm just trying to be a regular person. I, you know, I'm trying to just be normal and regular and just well, whatever regular is, just not all that. So when I'm on stage, she gets to come out. And it's so fun and it's sassy and it's cunty. Because that's the girl she is. Not every girl's <laughs> cunty, but that girl's. I'm cunty. I'm cunty. Hey, that, it, that is beautiful. That's Thank amazing. And, and I love that uh, stand-up comedy sort of allows people to truly discover who, yep. who, who, who they really are. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you've done that, and that's amazing. Yeah, it feels great. And uh, You guys worked on Chelsea together, yeah? Yeah, yes. oh, that's right. Yes. He actually face-raped me once and totally yes. made out with me wow. on Chelsea. Yes. Yeah, the male side of me did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, yes. I was all like, like the cartoon character that the legs are up and the hearts are flying out of my head. It was great. I loved was it. That, was that on camera? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was on, camera. Yeah, it was on I, camera. I just put it as like a bonus, actually. On my, I was just telling her on like a new tape I put together, like on a bonus thing. Like, and yeah. look at this fun little moment. And it was her face ripping me. It was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Chelsea hated it because then afterwards I, like, I went like this to Lonnie. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. And Chelsea was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, should, we, should, we, should we play our game with yeah. Thomas before, yes. before Let's we do wrap it, yeah. up? Yeah. Um, great show, by the way. Have you guys had a good time? Yeah. We're almost yeah. about to be done. This hour flew by. Absolutely. One more time for Lonnie Love and Thomas Dale for being here with us. Thank yeah. you. Amazing. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do one more thing before we go. Uh, th th this we this is a game that we kind of came across on one episode of just uh, Adam and I doing the About Last Night podcast where uh, we were trying to uh, purchase squirt guns because at heart we are eight year old boys. Uh, well, we were talking man. about doing a uh, dwarf slip and slide competition. Yeah, we are, and we're still gonna do it. That's yeah. gonna happen. There's gonna be commentators. We're gonna have racers. It's good. You in, buddy? Fuck yeah, he's in. Okay. You can't use a wheelchair, though. That's performance enhancer. Okay? You can't. That's performance enhancer. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, 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 it's go, it's going to be amazing. And we were looking up these names of squirt guns, and we, and we realized that a lot of names of squirt guns sound like gay porn titles. All right? Like, so they're, they're like, the ultimate action pump. You're like, yeah, buddy. I know it is. <laughs> So uh, we're going to play a uh, little game with uh, Thomas, and actually all of us. This isn't just a Thomas yeah, thing. Yeah, it's for everybody. It's for everything. Even uh, David Montreal, you can chime in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, where we are going to give you the titles of actual gay porns, and then we're going to try to uh, come up with the plot. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I can a little bit of hesitancy. Ooh, yeah. The game has begun. <laughs> uh, and uh, the best part about this is that while doing research uh, for this uh, game, Adam now has a wonderful Google history. <laughs> um, Adam is fully erect at yeah. this point. I know. And, uh, oh, man. Some of the images I cannot unsee. <laughs> you he, may, he, he, he may have been flagged for certain things. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so so let's play. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. That theme music. Oh. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. That's that's wow. Wait, wait, play it one more time so we can do like an announcer Is that voice. The chipmunks over. theme. <laughs> the chipmunks theme. Where the chipmunks, Alvin, Simon, Theodore. <laughs> it's also the theme board. Have you seen that Fuck gay everybody. porn? Yeah. All right, the first one. Uh, what is the plot for Frisky Summer 4? Frisky Summer 4? Yeah. 
Frisky Summer Front sounds like an 80s, um, Ooh, like an for 80s sure. camp theme. Okay. Um, and keep in mind, it's the fourth, so we've already seen three stories. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the fourth. Okay, yeah, well, so I was going to say four camp counselors. Oh, four is yes. the number. Yes, okay. four oh, yeah. camp counselors in the 80s. Go to a, a camp. Mm-hmm. Um, three of them are hot fucking straight boys. Yeah. Um, one of them is just this blonde girl who just has the wings and shit in the 80s. And yeah. She's just like, this is my first time ever camping as a counselor. <laughs> and the big hot straight boys are like, don't worry, we got you. <laughs> They're all from Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got you. We're going to learn how to, we're going to build a canoe. That's the first thing. Such and, a straight guy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such a straight guy thing. And so the main straight guy who was like a big hot Guido and the other Middle Eastern straight guy, even though they weren't popular yet in the 80s, they were, I want them there. Um, and Thank you, big casting. And, yes, big hot Middle Eastern hairy men and they're carrying all the kayak shit because it's the 80s so they still have them doing all the grunt work. And the big Guido boy's like, all right, we're going to build the kayak, lady. Get over here, lady person. Because <laughs> it's the 80s. They don't know how to talk to women yet, you know? Yeah. Very so involved. the hot bitch gets there. She's got her blonde hair. And she's me, really. I'm starring this. I'm her. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I get there. And I'm like, oh, I've never done a kayak before. This is so crazy. She's from Staten Island. Um, <laughs> She has her tips, just frosted tips. She got frosted fucking tips and acrylics. She got a pink acrylics. And she's like, I can't break my nails in the kayak. You got to help me, Middle Eastern boys. And the big Middle Eastern boys, we got you, Lisa. That's her name. <laughs> and then they just, they start taking the pieces of the kayak together. And the big Guido was like, I never thought of sucking dick before because kayak is making me horny. Right? <laughs> And Lisa is a really progressive, strong Staten Island girl, so she's like, I love that. I've always wanted to see big straight boys do gay shit. Girls, you gotta make your straight boys do gay shit. That's just a side note. And then they just start fucking sucking each other's dicks and they love it and they love it so much and Lisa's like, yes, I love this. And she's fingering her little pussy, whatever the fuck you do. (laughs) And the kayak never gets built and they all fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow, I would see that. I would see that. That's right? a great story. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. make that happen. Um, uh, that is incorrect. Uh, <laughs> no. What's uh, the act- do we have a sound effect for the- <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, the actual storyline for Frisky Summer 4 is bathed in the shimmering summer light, the six episodes in Frisky Summer 4 are happy, playful, and joyful expressions of your youthful sexuality. <laughs> Daniel Avedon and the hunky Ken Russell proves beyond all doubt that where Belle Ami is concerned, Frisky Summer 4 lasts all year long. <laughs> oh, That's adorable, first of all, that you didn't know Belle Ami. Belle Ami is a production company for oh. gay porn, by the way. Oh, oh, yeah. So right, cute. Well. Such an angel straight boy. Belle Ami. <laughs> Production now, company, now, now, now we are evolved. All right. Uh, uh, all right, we'll do two more, and then we'll wrap this up. Yeah, uh, the next one. Um, Thomas, what is the plot of Bustin' Buttholes? <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, huh? <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's actually right. Yeah. It's 100% hardcore anal. Spoiler alert, the, the youngest, hottest guys getting their, in all caps, assholes split. Ouch. Oh, I mean, wow. yeah, busting I mean, buttholes. Now, Bust- I, I was going to watch it. Now you just spoiled it for me. <laughs> it sounds like it's the, like a tagline for new water balloons. <laughs> Get Bust- your busting buttholes now, $9.99. Get them while they're hot. Your kids will never sleep again. <laughs> After they've tried busting buttholes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it just it does like sound like a board game that never hit in the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, no, That's why Toys R Us went out of business. They yeah. put busting buttholes on the <laughs> yeah. shelf. Uh, now, if Bustin' Buttholes was a board game, it would have that little poppin' bubble from the game Trouble. <laughs> yes, yes. Remember yes. Trouble? <laughs> yeah, thing where yeah, you'd be like, yeah. And then yes. the dice would go, but it would just be a giant anus. And it would just be a giant oh. anus. And you'd just, oh. Too far, Bustin Montreal? Buttholes. Too far? Okay. I don't know. David Montreal's still laughing. That's my gauge for if everything's okay. All right, the last one, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, Thomas, what is the plot, um, uh, and everybody can chime in on this, for Paradise Plantation? 
Paradise oh, Plantation. I'm not I don't like the word plantation. <laughs> <laughs> to be I was going to say before you even said I was like, Lonnie, help me out with this one. And I was like, you're not awesome. Like, no. All right, skip it. There's like, no, was, no way this ends well for me. No. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's skip it. How about this one? All right. Okay. How about, okay. how about uh, next? Uh, how about how, how the West was hung? What's the story for that? <laughs> you are batting a thousand. Next. <laughs> yeah. How the West was hung. We could do this How one. the West was hung, obviously, is about a 10 incher that nobody can take. And Ooh. the poor guy, he just has, it's his whole life. He can never have sex because his cock is so fucking big. It's the Brad Williams biography. It's the Brad Williams biography. Yeah, yeah it's about a boy. Yes, it's about a boy who had a 10-inch cocker. And he just, he, he travels from land to land trying to find... I was going to say, when does the Western element come into play? <laughs> right here. Because right, 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 right before they yeah. fuck, it goes... Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. And then he fucks a horse. Next. God. It's a nice twist. Um, surprisingly, that is, uh, that is incorrect. Uh, shocking. Yeah. Uh, how the West was hung is actually... Uh, it says... They don't come any bigger or grander than this mega production incorporating the talents of Chichi LaRue. Yes. Chichi LaRue. That's another I actually famous. know who that is. Yeah. Wow, famous. I just revealed a lot about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? How do you know Chichi? Uh, you know. Well, they have a storefront. They have a storefront some, on Santa Monica. Know, some, late nights. Sometimes yeah. I'm in I'm in Wisconsin doing shows. <laughs> Wisconsin. And there's nothing else going on, so uh, I hop on the Google, and uh, once I go past all the straight porn, I've reached the end of it. Uh, <laughs> starring yeah. Chi Larue, yeah. Jerry Douglas, and Dirk Yates, featuring a cast of twenty. This adventure twenty shot entirely in a <laughs> western twenty. In a shot entirely in a Western backlot location has something for everyone. Oh, I bet it was a backlot. Mm-hmm. Busting buttholes, baby. <laughs> Axel Garrett leads the cast in this multi-award-winning extravaganza. Yeah, wow. this is one awards. This is this is it, 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 of course. This is the Citizen Kane of gay porn. <laughs> I love Adam's face. That little angel fucking face. Okay. Such a Gemini. He's such exactly. a Gemini. Geminis are so sweet and angelic. He's like, this is one point. I love you. Let's go. Next conversion right over uh, here. That's it. I mean, there's some other titles, but I think we're out of time. Oh, my God. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, have you had a good time yeah. at the live podcast? Wow. Thanks for coming. Thank you, guys. Uh, t- let's give a round of applause for our guest, Thomas Dale. Thank everybody. You. And, of course, Lonnie Love. Everybody, go see all their shows, watch all their things, uh, follow them on social media. My name is Brad Williams. This is Adam Ray. Give it up to your host, please. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. We love you, Montreal. Good Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.